during our journey of growing our career, we there's so many things that change in our day-to-day operation. Our people change, our technology has changed, our customer demand has changed, how we maybe quality issues have changed out there. And sometimes we make we give direction and we forget all the things that may have changed. It's so important to go back to the people and talk to the people that do the job on a daily basis and reconnect and really see what are the real roadblocks. You're listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast, a show where we invite leaders to have courageous conversations about the journey of leadership, work, and culture. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. This is Amber Selking, the Vice President of Leadership and Culture here at Lippert Components, and I am joined today by Bill Coughlin. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Amber, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. So, Bill, you have not been a guest on the show for a while because you have actually been out in our operations for the last three months. Bill has been a leadership development director here at Lippert Components for the last seven years, going on seven years, and um, has an incredible operations background. And so as we went through you know, the most recent COVID season, um, Bill raised his hand to, to take an operations role and, again, go back in the business to just help lead us through that in ex executing some of our facilities um, that needed to continue to get product out for our essential customers. And so, Bill, we wanted to have you, uh, first of all, welcome back to the Leadership Development Team. Thank you. It is good to be back. We are excited to to have you back on the team. Um, But we are really, really looking forward to just hearing from you today on some of the things that you were reminded of and that you learned during your time back in operations. So, Bill, if you would, I mean, we would love to hear three key takeaways that again, during your time in our manufacturing operations and one of our Windows facilities, that you think really stood out to you and reminded you that as leaders, it is critical that we keep these things in the forefront of our minds. So, what would you what would you share with us on your wisdom from that that season? Well, I would I would tell you one of the things that I think is so important is um, many of us as we're going through our journey right to grow and develop and and um, we start out as a frontline leader and we may become a, a manager we may become a vice president and we look back at sometimes our operation and we give direction and we say well hey listen I've been there I've done it this is the way you should run your operation this is how we should um, engage with our people and what I think is so important is during our journey of growing our career we there's so many things that change in our day-to-day operation our people change. Our technology has changed. Our customer demand has changed. There's how we maybe quality issues have changed out there. And sometimes we make we give direction and we forget all the things that may have changed. It's so important to go back to the people and talk to the people that do the job on a daily basis and reconnect and really see what are the real roadblocks. So to me, the past few months were great eye-openers to be back in the operation, work with our frontline employees and actually see what's going on and listen to them and what are their real concerns. That really helps to drive and get the buy-in from the people. Yeah, I love that, Bill. You know, and one of our leader qualities here at LCI is servant leader, right? And a lot of times people have a misconception, I think, of what a servant leadership actually is. Um, they think you, you're the doormat for people or you're just really nice to people all the time. But really, servant leadership um, is is the opposite of typical hierarchical leadership, right? Mm-hmm. Where you've got the, the person on the top, quote unquote, is your senior level leader. And then the people, quote unquote, at the bottom and, and in a 
hierarchical typical structure, all of the knowledge and information and decisions are housed at the top, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. um, but furthest away from the value stream. What servant leadership does is flip that model on its head and say, hey, the most important people here are the people that are actually touching our value stream. And guess what? The knowledge, the information, the ability to share information or derive continuous improvement really needs to be in the hands of those individuals because again, they're touching your value stream. And the senior level leaders are responsible then for helping provide the resources, the information that the people that are touching it, that are getting it out the door, that are really the heartbeat of whatever your business is, whatever your operation is, um, is touching. Yeah. And Amber, listen, we always talk about true leaders are lifetime learners. Totally. And in order to be a lifetime learner, to me, one of our leadership qualities that I love to focus on is really humble and coachable. Mm -hmm. And you have to have some humility and you have to realize that it's not about title. It's not about position. It's about really being right. Understanding you can learn at any level. And we have to humble ourselves to get back in and listen at all levels of our organization. So truly being a humble person out there on the floor with your people, gut check your titles, save your title for when you go home or wherever you want to take it, (laughs) right? But I'm telling you, when you're in the operation, just pretty sure our spouses aren't real concerned about our titles. No, no, I know mine's not. (laughs) I get reminded of that often. You know, and and I love that concept too. You know, I think... there's sometimes where you've been leading a business for a while mm-hmm. and, you know, how can you find ways, you know, our CEO, Jason Lippert does listening sessions with our frontline team members to just make sure he stays connected yeah. to what's happening and, and the feeling there. But wherever you are in your leadership journey, um, if you're in that stable environment, take some time to, to, to get back out there and really reconnect and understand just the dynamics or the pace or the tempo or the demands. And man, how, how much will that inform and infuse your ability to make right decisions for those people who are touching the value yeah, stream? Yeah, it just builds, it builds so much credibility being with the people too. It, it, it builds the relationship. It really, it goes so much to our mission of making lives better and having some meaningful relationships, right? I mean, it really does tie in if you're if you're humble enough to go out and do it. And then right? specifically, right, if you think about a leader that might be going through a transition where they're coming in, right, either new to an organization or to a new team, just the power of getting out there, of working alongside your people, of learning and understanding the business, hearing their ideas, and then bringing your ideas and insights to the table so that collectively, I mean, man, immediately, Imagine the traction you could gain as a leader of a new team as well if you take this approach. Yeah, so true. You know, another thing that I would tell you that um, just previously you had done a um, a, a podcast that talked about the four quadrants, right? Mm-hmm. And I love to go to urgent versus important. And I'll tell you, being out in the operation, we put a lot on our frontline leaders. And um, there's high expectations. All the things need to be met. When I was out there and you start talking about the new um, COVID requirements that we have that you have to watch out for, you have on-time delivery, you have customer demands, you have quality issues, you have your safety issues, you have boardwalks that we want people to be on so they learn the business and understand the business. Then you may have salespeople that are giving you a call to say, hey, can you give me a heads up on when you're going to ship the stuff for our customers? You, you really have to use that tool to say what's urgent, what's important, make sure you're using your four quadrants, 
because otherwise I'm going to tell you something. Being out there on day-to-day, and I saw it in person, there can be burnout, there can be frustration, there can be people that melt right in front of you. So we talk about tools, and I think it's so important that we actually take the time, teach the tools, learn the tools, use the tools ourselves, and show people how we're using them. Because long-term, it can really help you out, right? So that you can be successful in what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Again, here with Bill Coughlin, one of our leadership development directors here at Lipper Components, who has spent the last three months in one of our manufacturing operations and just talking about what were the insights and and things that he was reminded of during his time in operations. The first of that is never forget and and lose touch with our frontline team members who are touching our value stream. And then second, the importance of prioritizing, right? Because there is so much coming at those that are trying to run your business. And and yes, we're using, we're talking about manufacturing here, but whatever industry you might be in, this is real for wherever you're at um, to stay connected to what's happening at the front lines, um, but also this importance of prioritization. The other thing um, that I think is important too is a lot of times as leaders, um, we forget how things build up in, in the demands that we put on other people. So even maybe taking quarterly or twice a year or at least annually, sitting down with your teams to see what are all of the things on their plate and are all of those things still relevant, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. um, in, in the more senior you're up in an organization, you might know when things fall off the radar, but if those don't get well communicated down to your frontline leaders, they never know that. And so their plate just seems to be piling up and piling up and piling up. And so can we sometimes too take a step back and and really make sure yeah, that everything is still relevant that right. is out there in the airspace that we've got people working their tails off on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we do have to go back and sometimes reevaluate, right? Yeah. Who's, why are we doing this? Because I've always done it, or is it truly driving value, right, and helping the organization? I love that. So. And then third thing, Bill, what's what's maybe a third thing that during your time in operations you you've taken away that we could again add value to our listeners to to just reconnect them with who they are and their leadership mission as well? You know, I would say this: don't lose sight of um, recognition, and not just. Not just telling someone, hey, great job today, and walking, make it specific. I, it's, it's humbling to be back out there on the line and to see our workforce, our team members, are unbelievable what they put in every day. And I couldn't be more proud of what they produce. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was so important to make sure that we did some specific recognition for certain things so that we identified, and it was so meaningful to them. Instead of just saying, hey, Amber, you did a great job today, thanks a lot. If I talked about a specific task that you accomplished or a specific issue that you resolved, it was so so much more meaningful to you, and they took it away. So, yeah, make sure we don't lose sight. How do we recognize our people? And I'm telling you, it's easy to do because it's everywhere out there. We just have to take the time to do it. I so. love that. I heard the phrase one time that uh, praise to humans is like water to flowers. You yeah. know, yeah. and to Watch your point, yeah, yeah, not just grow. superficial, you know, word vomit for lack of a better yeah. thing, but but yeah. real. Are you seeing your people right? Because when you praise something specifically, like you just said, what that says is, wow, they're they're seeing me. Yeah, like I yeah. I matter. Mm-hmm. to to my leader, to this business, to our team. And and listen, you know, we know it, it gets away from you as leaders. The days the days go quickly, but we have an opportunity to 
to pour some goodness and greatness onto our people that can really make an impact. You're smiling. Well, I'm smiling because there, there's been plenty of times where I just tell people, you're the best, you're the best. And they their response immediately is, you tell everyone that. right? And it's a wake-up call because I do tell everyone that. <laughs> you're all the best out there, so keep listening to us. But you know what? Seriously, you... When you say that, it's not that meaningful. So, but when you make it specific, it's a game changer. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it's, I just remember one of the, my first job was with a global manufacturing company and I was an, an HR generalist and I was in a rotational program. So I hit five different facilities um, in three to six month increments for my first two years there. And I was all over. I was in three different places in Carolina, um, one in Wisconsin, one in Detroit. And one of the things that I noticed is wherever I went, Whatever the demographic of people, whatever the product was that we were what we were building, people are good people. Yeah. And you know what? They show up to work hard every day. Yeah. And to be able to and, and again, when I say that, that could be in our corporate office and that could be in Eastern mm-hmm. Carolina or Detroit. And I, I again everywhere, and myself included. Everywhere. People are good people. Yeah, they are. And they're Absolutely. working their freaking tails off. Yeah. And wherever we go, you know, it's like these teams are our IT teams that are working their tails off to build great systems and protect our company to our manufacturing teams, our small locations with maybe seven mm-hmm. people in a plant, working their tails off every day and are we recognizing them yeah and people take great pride in what they do i mean think about it it's their many times it's their craft regardless what your role is in any organization right when you come to work every day i don't believe that anyone comes to work saying i'm going to try and screw this thing up right so they take great pride and we've got to actually we should recognize them for it too yeah and again you know at at lci we talk about how everyone matters and that's one of our tagline of of really you know every role is important every person is important well guess what that doesn't mean anything unless leaders we bring that to life and so again it it, we're we're trying to build a model work in the world that shows that you can take care of your people and run a great business that business can be a force for good in the world and so whether you're in manufacturing or a tech company or a, a floral shop you know, you've got people coming to work every day. And what is their experience there? As leaders, that's our responsibility to create an environment where people feel cared for, where they feel valued, where they feel like the work that they do matters. Because humans are wired to deliver and yeah. be a part of something bigger and important and to do good work. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You. So maybe I'll leave you with this. You talk about caring about people. And with the whole COVID um, pandemic that came up, we changed a lot of Rules and regulations, right? PPE that we had to wear every day. You have to wear a mask or you get to wear a shield or you have gloves or or every day you're going to get tested, right? We're going to check your temperature as you come through the door. And that could have been seen as a negative or could have been seen as a positive. And I would tell you one of the coolest things that I saw come out of that is every morning at the plant I was in, Toby Crowley, the general manager, and myself would split the plant. He would go one way, I would go the other, and it was a great opportunity to greet every one of our team members every morning. How was your night last night? Good to see you today. How do you feel? Thanks for being here. It was. It, it has brought so much energy mm. into our organization, and I hope that others have seen that same thing. We... I mean, it was a great way to start your day every single day, right, to get them going. Did you see any other impacts in that? It started the day, created a good energy. Any other sort well, of I, byproducts of that that you noticed? I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I, w- I would tell you that our dependability record is off the chart right now. Awesome. You, people are there every day because they know 
that we're going to be there with them. We're going to say good morning to them every day. So, and that, I don't hope no one takes it the wrong way, but you don't hear any excuses of, well, I got stuck behind a train or I got a flat tire or, oh, my, you know, I overslept. Or, it's It's been incredible that everyone's there every day and everyone's in it. And, and I think many times they're in it because they know that there's someone there that cares for them, that's going to greet them, that's going to say hello. So it, people are so accountable to, right, what's going on. It's been it, it was a wonderful, wonderful ride. And, and just to highlight that a little bit more, you know, what I'm hearing you say, Bill, is something that could have been seen as I have to do this and this is a negative and a burden to how we're operating. You guys chose to just look at that differently no. and say, okay, yes, we have to do this, but how we're going to go about doing this is our choice. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I believe our mindset was we get to do it. We get to see our people. We've had a lot of fun with it. I think uh, I think they felt the same way. Um and so, yeah, it's been a it's been a win, much more than it has been um, whatever I want to call a it a negative yeah. yeah detriment a negative thing. Well, so. and so so I would just challenge all of our listeners here is what are some of those things that you have to do maybe mm-hmm. that, that they're required, but how can we change our perspective on we get to do that and then infuse those things those activities those requirements with some way to drive engagement and build personal relationship and connection and use it as a pivot point to show your people that you care about them because that's critical in the world that we're in right now we need that more than ever Mm -hmm. we need to know that we care about each other and that we support each other and that we're going to have each other's backs and we care about one another's safety and and just feeling part of something important yeah i agree so so in the you know in our series here we're talking about high performance leaders and building high performance leaders and and we try to end every podcast with some high performance leadership training. Bill, what would you give our listeners as something that they can do to help, again, just build the skills, the knowledge, skills, and ability of being a high-performing leader? What is something that you've found pivotal for the the high-performing leaders that you've been around? Well, I I would say this, and I sort of already mentioned it, but I truly believe that um, it's not about a title. It's about being humble. It's about serving others. It's about giving more than you take. It's a mindset. It's, and I would ask many leaders that are out there, regardless who you work for, why are you a leader? Why are you in that position? What drives you every day? Is it money? Is it title? Is it influence? Is it to impact others? Take some time and reflect about why are you really doing what you do? And can you do it even better, right? Do you have the right mindset going in every day to truly serve others or is it really about you, right? Yeah. So, man, I love that, Bill. I, it was interesting. I worked with a football team years ago, and that was one of the first questions that I asked those coaches. And collectively around the table, they had 163 years of coaching experience. Oh. And they went around and shared, why do you coach? And one of the things that one of the their, the older coaches said, he said, man, it's been a while since I've thought about the answer to this question. Yeah. And to reconnect to that why makes me so excited to get out there this afternoon and be with those boys. And again, wherever you are in your leadership career, if you've never thought about that question, clarify it. Mm -hmm. And if it's been a while since you've thought about it, and listen, COVID's sort of been like a black hole. A while could literally have been like a week in this world today, right? right, So, So reconnect with your why and allow that to infuse how you show up 
this afternoon or tomorrow, whatever time you might be listening to this, uh, with a little bit more of intentionality connected to why I think that's powerful leadership training that will allow you then again to connect to those three key elements that Bill shared with us today of um, getting back on your front lines and knowing the demands that your people are facing so you can lead them well. You know, secondly, understanding the importance of prioritizing with all the demands out there. How do we prioritize what's urgent and what's important and delegate accordingly? And then finally, recognizing your people in very meaningful and specific way. When those three things are connected to a powerful why, that's where high-performance leadership can really take root and have an impact. Bill, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate um, who you are, the expertise that you bring our organization as a leadership development director um, and also as an operations leader. We thank you for, for helping uh, keep our business you know, um, going with all of the other amazing leaders that we have in-house. Um, we're, we're fortunate in that regard. And again, just thank you for the wisdom that you were here, here to share with us today. Well, thanks for letting me come. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a blessing truly to be here and be with this type of company and, and get to do what we do. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to all of our Lipper Components leaders out there. And to all of you who are listening, thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. This is Amber Selking and Bill Coughlin. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components, Inc. Thanks to Eternity Bro for our theme music and to Michael Yoder and the amazing team over at Truthwork Media. Thanks for listening.